last week on Lore Seekers. I want nothing more than to play a viable Magicka Warden that is a Bosmer. Why? Because in the lore, there are things called spinners, which are Bosmeri oh. priests. Ooh, yeah, buddy. They are adept in Magicka. I do want to reiterate, if there's new players out there listening, you can roll any class, any race you want to. But there are small differences that will mean small changes to your DPS or to your healing or to your tanking based on racial passives. Greetings, travelers. Welcome to the Lore Seekers podcast. Grab an ale and join our two adventurers as they share their tales of misadventure in the land of Tamriel. Here they are at their usual table. Jibs and Cash. Hello, Cash, my old friend. Oh, hi, buddy. <laughs> Dude. What's going on, bro? Nothing. It's it's going to be really nice to sit down and get a drink, but you know what I need? Like, truly, I need Lyris to stand behind me with her giant man hands and rub my traps. It's, <laughs> it's been a week. What can I get you, boys? Oh, hey, dear. I actually know what I want this week. I'm prepped. I am prepared, and, you know, since this is our tavern, we're making our own blends, and I think you know what's up with this one, so I want a Dark Mother Rye. Dark oh, Mother God, Rye. Are you, are you mixing whiskeys? It's none of your business. Dark it's Mother <laughs> Rye. Plenty of my business. It has been a week, my friend. I am going to have a sad sans suds. I don't even know what's in it, but bring it, please. Right I'm impressed you know what the second one, uh, second one is. Yeah. Notice so. how she walks away from you like with purpose every day? She does. Yeah. Literally yeah. every single day. That's because you don't shower on the regular. Well, you know, when... In Markmire, you do as the Argonians do. And apparently that includes stepping in fecal matter. So there's that. You. <sighs> My friend. How's it been? It's been good. It's been it's been a rough week. Uh, we've just had a lot going on uh, in the ESO front. There's been a lot of playing going on, though, too. And uh, actually finished... My goal was to finish elsewhere, finish the main storyline on my Templar before the Dragonhold prologue came out. And I have successfully finished that. Yay? Well, props. Yay, me? Yeah. Props, yeah. my man. Props. Yeah, I've that been... was cool. That's awesome. Um, I've been working on that alt. Uh, the, the, Do we even tell them we did that? Yeah, we did that last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, continue to work on the alt, the uh, Dragonite. And uh, I got a new, I got a large chest tattoo over the, <laughs> the course of the week. You did? Yeah, uh, that was a good two and two and a half hours there. And uh, and then I've been playing Guildmaster Online for the last few days. We, we've both been playing Guildmaster Online for yep. the last couple of days. and. Uh, Jibs actually, uh, the tattoo actually took four hours, but he was passed out for two of them. <laughs> so he still thinks it took two hours. Wanna, I just want to say I took that like a champ. So yeah, there's that. 
on your chest. Uh, Ouch. Yeah, that, that made a man. Made a man out of me. Anyway, so yeah. Wow. Busy week. All kinds of stuff going on. Uh, changes, uh, new things, starting, stopping, all these things. And uh, wow, we are on our push to partner everyone who's listening right now. We're streaming live over at twitch.tv slash Podcast. And uh, yeah, we're this close to partner. This close. And to be honest with you, we're just, to reiterate, it, we're, we're just doing this for kicks and giggles because we're so close. We're like, hey, why not just push for it? So here we are. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about it a little bit uh, before the show actually started. We've just kind of watched things slowly, organically grow, and I think that's the best way to do it. And, um, you know, but when you get that close, it's like, okay, well, maybe we could advertise just a little bit more that we're trying to actually do this. And, you know, people could pull up the stream in their background and do just, you know, what every other partnered streamer out there has done at one point, and that's kind of where we're at. So, um, you know, I think when we started this thing, we started it as Twitch was a, a necessary thing. Because that's where uh, that's where the gaming space takes place nowadays. So, and I think we've embraced it because yeah. it's really it's a lot of fun actually to stream. Yeah. So yeah, we've, we've that's been, where we're at. Yeah, we've been having a good time. Uh, chat, chat reminded me. Uh, I just celebrated my ten year anniversary. I forgot about that. <laughs> so. Happy anniversary, buddy! Thank you very much. Yeah, I should actually. We should be congratulating her for the ability to put up with you for that's, ten years. That is completely fair. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I told my wife when we celebrated ours, it's 10 years of pure marital pissed. <laughs> that. That's just what happens. There's that too. Yeah, no, going back to Twitch, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've had a lot of good times with it, and we continue to implement it and use it. And uh, you all are showing up and watching and having a good time, and we appreciate the crap out of you for being here. But uh, yeah, man, are you ready? I'm always ready i didn't have my spongebob pulled up i should have would have taken me like five minutes to find it but yeah. I mean, i'm ready oh all right there it is all right so yeah. uh anyway welcome everyone this is the lord seekers podcast where uh we talk the elder scrolls online we are your hosts i am jibs and i'm joined by my brother cash i'm excited for our lore lesson this week i did it oh my gosh for you <laughs> it goes right along with what we're talking about so i'm not going to say anything Wait for it. I'm. I just read it in the notes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. This is. It's not explicitly long. I'm so excited. Yay! This is me. This is Jibs. This is. Oh. God, I love you. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I know. Last week. <laughs> last week on the show, we answered your fan mail. Uh, did a lore lesson on the Queen of the Almeri Dominion. Also uh, covered, quite possibly. The largest chat says it's about Vikings. No, it's not. Mind your own. <laughs> it's about the Vikings. <laughs> well we played, sir. We covered a massive amount of news. And uh, I'll be honest with you, there's not a whole lot of news this week. And I'm kind of relieved. I'm not even angry. Not even mad. Because <laughs> yeah. that was a small book last week. They couldn't keep up the pace of, of putting that much news out this week. I mean, last week was I wouldn't. A- a yeah, giant news week. Absolutely. I would never expect anyone to do that. That'd be insanity. So props to them for having a light week on their for their sake. But uh this week on the show we're talking a little bit of a little bit of prologue and a little bit of uh Saison. Maybe a little bit of hundred percent in the uh dragon event. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll stop. And a lore lesson uh on something 
I just read the notes, and I'm excited because... Oh, you, uh, you can say it now. That, no, that I want to make them wait. Let's make them oh, wait. Oh, let's make them wait. Okay. Yeah, let's make them wait. They're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> like, what? That's it? Well, it, 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 it has meaning to me. I guess it's... Yeah. Arr. Just set yourself up to be extremely disappointed, so that way when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's cool. I think I just gave it away. Did you say R? R. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he I did love, it, too. I love kicking you right in the nuts. <laughs> it's so fun. Oh, look, chat got it, too. Well done. The chat's not stupid. <laughs> well done. No, they're not. They're pretty friggin' smart. But uh, uh so this is gonna be a chill. This is FYI. This is gonna be a chill episode. Just we're hanging back, having drinks, and just talking. So anyway, welcome to it. Welcome to the. Welcome to chill. Welcome to the suck, people. <laughs> well, here's our first bit of news: play the Dragonhold prologue free and prepare for the season of the dragon's epic conclusion. Dun dun dun. There's a part of me that's really sad about this. Uh, this is coming to us from ESO Official. There's part of me that's sad about this because this means it's kind of wrapping up everything that started uh, going back to January. And that, by far, that experience of being in San Francisco, the opportunity to be with them, both you and I, at the reveal of this, just means everything. It really meant everything. It still resounds with me today. It was an awesome experience. So I'll be honest with you, I'm feeling a little sappy. I feel, I'm feeling a little sappy because I, I, this means this is it. This is it of the season of the dragon. It does, but what else does it mean? New things are coming. It means new things are coming. Dude, that was February of the 2019s, right? Oh. No, I thought it was January like January 24th-ish. Okay, even better. January 24th-ish. I don't know why of, I know that date. Of 2019s. Like so if we look at how close... January of 2020 is that means there's going to be a reveal coming up pretty soon and in order to make it to that reveal we have several events that are going to be going on many of which have already been announced which we talked about last week the Mm -hmm. timeline Mm -hmm. and so we'll be busy and by the time we're done with all that and we just take a great big giant deep breath like ah okay the events are over yeah it's going to be like, whoosh. Yep. guess what? We're announcing something else. That's right. Hopefully. Never know. But like, they, maybe they're taking 2020 off. We don't know. But I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> I, I hope. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. I, I just, I am. I'm in love with, man, I'm feeling sappy tonight. I'm in love with this ESO fam. I'm in love yeah. with our Lore Seeker members, the, the our fans, the support, because... I don't know. Like it, you know. It just it just means a lot, you know. And and it just I love our developers. I love the development cycle of things. I love the way things are done, how the releases happen, the way they happen. Um, I, 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 I you know, I, regardless of what people think, I love BE three and how it was done this year and how you know season of the dragon and the continuation of the cinematics. It just feels so much bigger. Than Somerset, just this whole year-long thing, and I've said this time and time again, and I've said it in previous episodes, and I'll say it, you know, to the day my last breath. It's, you know, it, it this feels infinitely larger, and it just has this, it just continuously hits you in the heartstrings when you're seeing these old characters, and we're seeing this now with a prologue, and um, you know, it's just awesome. 
Yeah, it's really smart the way that they have done this. And we've talked about it before, how the year-long thing has really sounded and felt like a Khajiit. In the in background. The background. <laughs> I see it's his little It's really butt. sounded, or it's really felt like a massive quest that yeah. you're going through. Yeah. To, to accomplish something that's huge. And look at the things that you've done thus far in your story. Yeah. It's big, big stuff. So your character feels like a big, big part of everything that's been going on, of of a turning point in Elsewhere, where I feel that Somerset as a chapter, although it was great, I just don't feel, I didn't feel that epicness. I feel like there's a deeper connection, if that makes sense. Like, with... Right. Somerset was great. Morrowind was great. My gosh, that story in Morrowind. Um, but, you, you know, just something about this. It, it, you hit the nail on the head, really. I mean, it just... My gosh, it just feels infinitely larger, you know? It, yeah, like with Morrowind, though, it was really... I, mean, I liked it, don't get me wrong, but it was really hard to get into it knowing that that big damn rock eventually is going to fall. I mean, you keep looking up and there it Spoilers. is. Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers, friends. Spoiler alert. Everyone dies. It doesn't happen in the timeline of ESO, but the rock falls eventually. And it's true. A lot of people lose their lives. We need the Avengers to go back in time. We need this fixed. Oh my god. We're crossing IPs again. We're crossing the beams. Never cross the beams. I hate it when my sports gets twisted. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say, quote, the final stage of the year-long season of the dragon begins today with the free dragon hold prologue questline it's now live on all platforms it's live on pc mac xbox one and ps4 uh quick note by the way this is a part of the base game which means it's completely free no dlc or chapter purchase required completely free to you all right now to begin the dragon hold uh prologue we're gonna go this through uh verbatim so that way you know exactly Pick up the letter from Kasura. It's a quest starter item from the in-game crown store. Then look for the Imperial Messenger Hinzer, I think, in Vocal Guard, Daggerfall City, or Davin's Watch, and begin the adventure that takes you into the ravaged wildlands of Southern Elsewhere. We're not going to go into spoilers. So we're not going to really talk about the story with the prologue, not at all. Uh, but here's the synopsis that they give us. In these new quests... You team up with Redguard Swordmaster Sai Sahan, returning from the ESO main story quest line, to discover lost Dragon Guard sanctuaries scattered throughout Tamriel and uncover their ancient secrets. Together, you must find a way to turn the tide against the rage of dragons that now threatens Tamriel. Uh, complete the Dragonhold Prologue quest, and you'll earn the Dragon Horn Curio Memento and Dragon Guard banner furnishing for your home. That's awesome. And uh, don't forget, by the way, they put a quick note in here. You can buy your horn of Jadari. Yeah, I got a little news on that. How'd that go? Well, do you remember last week when I was in the middle of a well, kind of a slow trying to hide it drunken stupor in the middle of our show? Yeah. I may have had quantity two in my outbox. Or in my cart. Really? When I bought the real life dragon horn. <laughs> so I'm announcing it here on the show. Oh my. God. We, as the show, are going to give away one of those horns on our stream. 
Not right now. There you I go. I have a horn in hand because they have not been shipped yet. Horn. But that second horn is going to be a gift. All right. A prize to all somebody right, right, on right. this stream. Have a giant blowout stream and give that horn away. There you go. Yeah. So that's going to be a thing. That's coming awesome. Up very soon. Yep. That's awesome. Wow. That's it's probably not going to ship. I wish until you had like five. Twenty twenty quantity. That that would have made my night. Oh my. Yeah, that would have made my wife's night too when she <laughs> plants her foot squarely in my nuts. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, so, by the way, and this is just to everyone, quick FYI: if you complete the Dragon Hole Prologue quest during the Dragon Rise Endgame event, you'll help the ESO community unlock a zone-wide gold acquisition bonus in Northern Elsewhere. Part of the Elsewhere chapter. And finally, the events of the Dragonhold Prologue lead directly into, and you're hearing it here first on the article, Dragonhold DLC launching October 21st for PC and Mac and November 5th for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. So there we go, man. We yeah. got dates. We got that, dates. That is coming quickly. That's what she said. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. So oh. did you uh, did you get a chance yourself to start the uh, prologue quest? I'm not doing it yet. Um, oh, here's, you're waiting. I'm waiting. Here's the reason why. Every time I've done this, any prologue quest that we've been here doing this show, I always walked away right at, well, I was always reminded right as the chapter release expansion, whatever it was, was getting ready to drop, I wish I would have waited, so that way I had that fresh experience with the prologue with my character that I'm leveling it through. Not just picking an alt and doing it, but something that means something, you know? And so, I'm I have a waiting. whiz-bang idea. So, you have I a have what? a whiz-bang idea. What, what, what's your, what, what, who says that? What is a, okay. I'm what? old, bro. Are you from the 40s? So, New York? Oh my god, there's so many ways I want to say you right now but i'm not going to <laughs> okay do it on one of your alts and yeah. then when it gets closer i do it again yeah okay i mean i can i should oh my god i'm a genius i'm a genius i feel like that was a passive aggressive slap in the face it, yeah it was a little bit <laughs> um i i want to i want to talk about it i want to talk about it Talk about but I guess I guess maybe we should wait to talk about it. And the reason being is because I noticed a few little things in there. There's some really neat little surprises mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Chat likes the fact that I said whizbang too. Yeah. Well, they should. I mean, who says that? Yeah. Don't, don't give me a hard time about my cock a duty words. I mean, why don't we start saying golly gee and you know? Mm. Give me a minute. I'll think of another one. The old so, punk um, rocker is going to come out of this old boy pretty um, soon. I'm and almost there. Then it's gonna be an after dark show. <laughs> hey, you went There's to a concert, didn't you? Went to, didn't you go see a concert yesterday? Day I before? did. Oh my god, I didn't even cover that in my week. Yeah, I took my my daughter, who's turned into a little punk rocker, and I just love the kid. I took her to see Bad Religion last night locally here in SoCal. And oh, that's awesome. Oh my god, friends, it, it was so fun. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is that okay? Look, I'm 44 years old. Okay. And I grew up on punk rock, for sure. I've never grown out of it. I love punk. And my kid got to go. She loves it now. And my kid got to go and see all the old mashed up a-hole punk rockers that I grew up with were all there with all of their kids. 
<laughs> it was the That's coolest awesome. freaking thing. There was a kid that was like seven years old in the audience, you know, it's just, and he was a young guy. My daughter's 15, but it was just really cool to see parents who were punkers with yeah. their kids. Yeah, it yeah. was really, really cool. So anyway, that was part of my week there. Probably should have covered when we talked about their weeks. You know what's cool about being a parent? Quick offshoot from the show. You know what's cool about being a parent is how they absorb what you're into. You know, like music or, you know, yeah. gaming, whatever. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things that they pick up on. That's cool. Yeah, she um she likes gaming, but she's not she's not as much as of, of a gamer as I am. She's more into art, and she got that from mom. But when she started expressing interest in some of the bands that I grew up with and still listen to, I was just like, oh, my God, like, this is the coolest freaking thing ever. So, yeah, absolutely. A, a neat experience to introduce her to that. Well, that's awesome. Yep. Sweet deal. Well, so, yeah, I mean, um, I love mementos that they come out with, you know, anytime they do these um, prologue quests. I love the banners and just the little knickknacks that you can earn and. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Dragonhold. I, to me, Dragonhold hits home in a lot of ways, and I'm so incredibly excited. So incredibly excited. Um, two things. I'm just gonna say it. You know what? Why, why wait? Um, I'm a huge pirate fan. I love pirates. I have tats of pirates. If I had an option, if I had an off-game buddy, I would be playing Sea of Thieves. I love pirates. Period. We were playing Sea of Thieves for a while. Yeah, and then you left. Until I stopped. Yeah, you stopped. To go back to ESO. <laughs> yes, you did. There's nothing wrong with ESO, but it's good to have an off-game cache. Anyway, uh, I can't wait because this means a lot to me because Jay, beautiful Jay on Twitter, who's been a longtime fan of the show and uh, uh, wife of Jessica, or wife, wow, husband of Jessica, and, uh, you know, I just... I love that family, and I love Jay, and I can't wait to hang out with him and talk with him. He's going to be coming on the show. Uh, we're getting ready to get that scheduled out, so you can look forward to that. We're going to work on that happening. But uh, he led Dragonhold. It was his baby. He's the lead on this, and so right. uh, can't wait to hang out. It's just all around, just hitting all these points. Yeah, we've waited. We've, I mean, you know, Jibs, Jibs says you know, he's been following the show. We've been following him for a long time, too. Since we've been doing the show, and yes, we've been very excited to do it, and I think the first time that we actually got to meet Jess Folsom, the community, one of the community managers for uh, Elder Scrolls Online, we asked her, we're like, hey, we'd really like to have your husband on the show, and she goes, just wait, because some of the content that's coming out later is his baby, and we're like, okay, so we've waited the better part of a year to get him on the yeah. show. So we're we're pretty excited. And if you watched that ESO live, he is a freaking oh. character. Oh man. He's gonna Solid. be fun. Yeah. Solid. He's gonna be fun. And just a quick caveat, Jess is one of the sweetest people you will ever meet. Agreed. Just saying. Incredibly, incredibly sweet. I believe she's senior community manager, is her is it? She is senior community yeah. manager, yeah. Sorry. And um so she fantastic people, fantastic family. All right. Right. So, you can look forward to that. That being said, chat's talking about T's uh, Elder Scrolls Online 6. Cash, are don't we going to be covering Friends, Elder Scrolls? We will get there. Yeah, we'll get there, don't you? Worry. Yeah. We just... let's, yeah, we'll let the cat out of the bag because the cat was never in that freaking bag. Yeah, when Elder Scrolls 6 comes out, my friends, we will absolutely 100% be covering everything Elder Scrolls 6. We'll be powering through that. 
you yep. alongside us. Details. That's right. We'll be going to Atmora. It'll be super exciting. <laughs> I thought I'd just screw with everybody. Everybody thinks it's Hammerfell. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, next article for the day is Meet the Character, Sai Sahan. Now, if you've hung out with us for any amount of time, then uh, you'll know that uh, we love our Sai. And uh, did you get a chance to check this out? I did. And it's um, there's some really cool stuff in there about him that I will not spoil. Mm-hmm. But we did do a lore lesson on Saisahan at one time because mm-hmm. we knew he was going to be part of Dragonhold. Yeah. So, um, and I will say that, um, Jibs, you're going to like the prologue. That's all. I guess really that's well, all I You already say. did it? You never even said you did it. You did I it. Am, I am about halfway through it. It was my goal today, but I had some other things come up that I had to take care of, unfortunately. But I am halfway through the prologue. And um, there's surprises in there. I like it. There's yeah. familiar things in there that you're going to hear that are going to make you very happy. And I'll leave it at that. Okay. There you go. The only thing I've seen and I didn't want to see any more of was the grappling hook. Well, if you're going to do spoilers, I guess go ahead and do spoilers. Yeah, you There know. may or may not be some new tools for your use in the prologue quest. All right, there you go. Um, you know, we don't normally call cover meet the characters. We just, we don't. We like, you know, you to be able to read through them and enjoy them at your pace. And uh, But this one, you know, since it was a light news week and it's Sai freaking Sahan, and it's mm-hmm. written from the character perspective of... Abner Tharn in his journal. Um, really? Uh, I really, really liked this. Did you get a chance to take a look? Yes. Yeah. I, I just... Quick read. Yeah. It was a very, very quick read. It was funny because it was basically Abner giving his <laughs> take on Psy. And he kind of listed all these things about him. Particularly this thing I did not know. Like this... I didn't real. I knew this guy was definitely you know of hero status you know but i just can i i just want to read this little snippet out here can i do, do that it. okay do it. uh all right so quote this is from again from abner tharn he says so where did the silent mountain of excessive muscle come from <laughs> he learned the ways of the ancient yakutan sword saints growing up in the valley of blades gosh that sounds amazing there he studied at the feet of his mentor, Kasura. He vowed to revive the martial traditions of his ancestors, but his early efforts in this regard failed. Instead, he shaved his head, grew out his massive beard, and became a mercenary. Eventually, he met the Colovian military leader, Varen Aquileros, serving in the war against the Longhouse Emperors. This is the part where it gets good. During the battle to liberate... Leowin, his own mercenaries turned on him. Paid off by Emperor Leovic, they were charged with delivering the head of the now legendary commander. They failed, obviously, but the story gets kind of outlandish at this point. Supposedly, Sai Sahan cut through the army of traitors as well as Leovic's defenders returning to Varen with the scalps of 86 enemies and news at Leowin was now free. 86 scalps. Yeah. And I want my scalps. <laughs> and we uh, we covered that in our lore lesson. 
He is a badass. That is amazing. That's yes. like legendary status. I had when I read that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I regard you in such a higher level at such a higher level now. And you were already up there. Like <laughs> but right. you're just well, he, that much higher he, than the totem pole. He takes he takes note from the very ancient uh Seishi, who were the original dragon hunters. Mm-hmm. And then once they kind of disappeared and it was no longer the Seishi race that were the Dragon Guard, he took over the helm and ended up commanding the Dragon Guard. And that's pretty close to where we're finding him now in the second era. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, the Dragon Guard has since dwindled. And I'm pretty darn sure that that's where we're going to end up in the rebuilding mode. Yeah. With the Dragon Guard, so that's where he, uh, that's where his story comes in. But yeah, his, as one of the ancient, or as one of the um, sword singers, he was trained, you know, just like the sword singers were, the ancient, from the ancient Yakutan order. And he is an absolute badass with a sword. And I love that, man. Like, yeah. it just, it doesn't get any better than freaking Sai Sahan. And his, uh, oh, there's a, did you see the bit about the snow lily? Yeah, and I mean Abner's, Abner's just a douche, because he says much to my disgust, he calls her his snow lily. Well, really, dude, he's into her. She's a nam, just like seriously. Shut that up. <laughs> look at it. I'm just gonna say this because I love this verbiage here. It says she quote she does seem to be the beauty that can calm the storm of death that seeps at the Red Guard's core. Exactly. Woo. Ed Zachary. So it's it's a very good read, and especially coming from Abner Tharn, who you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Abner Tharn does have a small amount of respect for him, and he is going to need him. So bringing everybody back together, I'm still kind of waiting for when Snow Lily's going to come back into the story, but... Oh, yeah. As for right now, I think everybody's going to be pretty darn satisfied with, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I would imagine everybody's going to be pretty darn satisfied with the way that this story ends up shaping up to uh, close off Dragonhold. Absolutely. It's a great year. What a great year, people. Right? So good. Yeah. Uh, quick uh, quick diversion from the uh, show here. And I'm saying this because this is our October push to partner. This is the month we're pushing for it. And we're super close. Five average viewers right there. We just got rated by Zynode, 144 viewers. Zynode, I want you on the show, my friend. You are awesome. He's coming. It's in the works. We're working thank out you. times. Thank you. Zynode thank you, thank is you. on the other side of the pond, so we we got to make sure that we're not going to keep him up at like 2 a.m. But I know yeah. we got to definitely want to accommodate. I don't want to. I want to make sure the man gets to sleep. That's right. But Zynode's anyway. a good man. Thanks, buddy. That is much appreciated. So now's the time where I get to listen to quite possibly. The most anticipated lore lesson of my life. So I'm just going to kind of, you know. Is it time already? Holy crap, guy. It's time. I told you it was a low news week. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, and I, I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. You know, I, I, I literally felt like last week was about two, possibly three shows worth of news in a single episode. So. <laughs> it was nuts. So I, if you're really looking for, con- for news content this week, go back and listen to last week's show again. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, hey, we got the 100... I don't know if we said this. We got the 100% on um, the uh, the uh, dragon event. I, f- I forget the name. I'm so sorry. 
uh, save yeah. cats. Killed uh, Slay Dragon, save cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got the 100% there. So that's awesome. Everyone got the good. Deal like in record freaking time, too. Yeah, that was stupid. It I was mean, insane like, in a good how way. fast you know, that like, happened. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So the way that whole thing sh- shook down was if you wanted to get your credit for doing that, you literally would have to camp yeah. at a dragon. Because yep. if you tried to make it from dragon to dragon when they were when they would spawn, it's like it's it's not going to happen. See, as I know, thanks, buddy. Um, it w- you would literally not make it. So you would have to camp and like wait the ten or fifteen minutes. Or it was probably like ten minutes, and they respawn. But uh, but they'd end up landing, and things just go beep, and they're freaking dead. It was nuts, but it was really fun because there was a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of ESO fan members like getting into all kinds. They were doing all kinds of antics. Like at one point, we were all on our mounts and we're like walking from one side to the other, super slow to see how straight. It was totally stupid, but I was carving pumpkins for everybody. You know the cool thing about that pumpkin, and I wish I knew this person's username on Instagram, but apparently there was a fan there of the show who spotted us and put it out on Instagram. And oh, I don't yeah. know, I don't know your name. But I saw that you took a, a screen of Cash and I, and you were right next to us. But please say hi. I want to. I want to meet you. So anyway, shout out to the fan there. I don't know the Let me name. See if I can find it. It was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That made my morning. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it was a pretty neat thing. I was just looking through our Instagram and I saw it and I went, "Oh my god, check this out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll find it. It's in here somewhere. This is. Right. I'm. I'm going through the mounds and mounds of text messages that me and this knucklehead go through every week. Oh, buddy. There's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. So here's the other thing that that didn't get mentioned. What's that? We um had a little report of some dragons flying over some other areas. Oh, yeah. Wow. Other than elsewhere. Was that not well done? Uh, oh. I want to know how you and I missed that. Because somebody told me, oh, yeah, they had, they mentioned that. I'm like, excuse me, what? We, like, pay pretty close attention to... Never heard that. To all the news in ESO, and we freaking totally missed that. Okay, I found it, buddy. Yeah, I came out of... Okay, who was it? Who was the Vigiani person? and Friends. Vigiani and Friends. Yes. Thank you so much. On Instagram. Funny story. Yeah. I was catching up some lore, on some Lore Seekers podcast this morning while waiting for a dragon to appear when I look over and, oh my word, right there is none other than Jibs. I felt a bit starstruck, to be honest. That's right where I puke. <laughs> but I thought that was really cool, so I sent that to uh, oh, I sent it to Jibs. very, very like, cool. That was really neat. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. shout out to you. Yeah. Big uh, shout out to you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, you so come the other out, day... Yeah, Way Shrines. Yeah, I am in Vocal Guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was, I don't know. I was training my mount or doing some shit, and all of a sudden I hear this <laughs> sounds just like a dragon. I totally know it does. And um, I'm not kidding you. Like I had no idea, and I just about shit a kitten when I looked up and there was a freaking dragon in Auradon, and I'm like, what? Like what? And it doesn't land. It just flies around the town and terrifies all the people and to hear some of the crap (laughs) that the npcs say is hilarious especially when it's when it was super fresh i was like okay i I wasn't expecting that because i had no idea that was going to happen and all of a sudden they're they were saying things like like it looks hungry throw a cow at it like what does it eat (laughs) just classic stuff and um so we tweeted it out like right away, and then I think there was like a couple of, of tweets back on there, like, you know, we 
I already said that was going to happen. Okay. I, sorry, it was a surprise to me. I mean, yeah, Troll. I came, came out of the way shrine, and I hear this roar, and I'm like, oh, I know that. It's like that gif where you see SpongeBob, and he's looking left and right. It's like, I know that. I know that roar. It was pretty much nothing like that for me, but well, that's it, what does it for you. It, I mean, it is, you know. You're, you're not a SpongeBob guy? Do you even parent, bro? <laughs> I'm totally a Sponge. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know my kid. We are totally a SpongeBob family. Oh, well, yeah. Put a so sock anyway, in it, kid. It, it was awesome. I love the NPCs. I think I heard one like screaming, "Fire! It burns!" And I look over. I'm like, "You're not on fire. What are you freaking out it about?" It hasn't even landed. It's not attacking. It's just taunting. You. I know. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so that's there. That was one of the things that we had asked uh, Rich Lambert at an earlier time. Was was that? I think that was when we interviewed him, wasn't it? Yeah. Did we ask him uh, that question? Have to wait okay. and see. Are the dragons ever going to escape elsewhere? Because we're thinking, like, why in the hell would they stay there? It's hot and freaking dry. Wouldn't you want to go to, like, a better climate for your scales? Wouldn't you think Merkmar would. would be the best for them? The moist? Moisty? Which one? Merkmar? All that moist air and all that. Oh, yeah, if they want to land in poop. Well, you know. Ugh. I, don't, I don't know what they're about. Maybe, they, maybe they're fine with that. <laughs> I don't know dragon aeronautics, okay? I don't know which one it's easier for them to fly in. I'm just saying, the immunity percentage is perfect. So, any hues, there are now dragons in the major cities, and uh, they're just flying around, taunting you, doing that thing. It's pretty freaking cool. So, to me, that kind of equates to the fact that at some point, we are going to have a dragon menace to tend to in other areas other than elsewhere, which I think is fantastic. It's not like the old WoW. Remember the WoW thing in World of Warcraft where they are totally crossing IPs? Where they... uh, God, what was it? There were certain zones that you couldn't fly in. Oh, yeah. When flying mounts hit, there are like certain zones that you couldn't fly in. And I'm like, the F? What's like, get good. Don't release it until you can fly in the other freaking zones. And it, it probably had nothing to do with anything other than the fact that they hadn't rendered the tops of the freaking buildings yet. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't know, but that's yeah. what it meant to me. Like, they had to that's do the work was. on that. So, yeah, I was pretty stoked to see dragons flying in the air. I'm like, that's cool. So, if they can take something and move it from one zone to another, that also means... They can probably take something that exists in the game and make additional content with it, which leads us into our lore lesson. Cue it up. There you go. Oh, oh, you mean... Oh, that's my cue. All right. I can... It's my first time. Solid work, Simple Jack. All right. (laughs) Who doesn't want open sea content in this game wait for it i'm going to talk about it at the end lore lesson number 76 my friends we are talking a very surprise lore lesson for jibs because he didn't know this was coming that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) i like how you smile like a gaping smile (laughs) you are talking the pirates of elder scrolls tonight and why oh i'm so excited because we're soon heading to south, uh, southern elsewhere, a land recently devastated by plague and beset by lawless, unsavory types. 
we thought it would be very appropriate this week. I thought it would, because he had no idea. This is a total surprise. We wanted to detail one of the more prevalent professions found in the seedier regions of the Khajiiti homeland, Pelotine, Sanchal, especially the ports of Sanchal, the sea-dwelling pirates. So we're also going to talk about some of the more prominent pirates in Elder Scrolls history. We're going to start by talking about a very long-standing Khajiiti criminal organization that we're most likely going to see in this game. The Renrishra Kryn. So these are pirates, which has a name that literally translates to the mercenary's grin, also known as the laugh of the landless or the smiling scum. The group has a standing philosophy of enjoying life as it comes and having a very strong belief that they owe allegiance to nobody. The ranks are comprised of an all-encompassing roster of thieves, thugs, bandits, smugglers, pirates, assassins, and saboteurs. Now their goals, whatever they may be at the particular moment are reached by their use of subterfuge and guerrilla tactics, much like they use in Merkmire. In return for their allegiance, though, a band of pirates shows a very large amount of benevolence to Khajiiti civilians who may choose to support them. So they're a little bit, have a little spin of Robin Hood to them, but they're gnarly. It's a gnarly band. Little fun fact. The Renrishra pirates have often been used as mercenaries. As an example, they were hired by the Aldmeri Dominion during the Alliance War to raid the coastline of Glenumbra and successfully confuse the opposing side's navies, who were subsequently called to hunt them down. And that is in the game. As mercenaries hired by the Dominion, the uh, Renrishra pirates, that it, the spelling of that word is just atrocious, they continued to operate along the coastlines of Morrowind and then into Black Marsh. Though they were un unsuccessful in attempts to capture and enslave the Argonians at Silent Mire and Deshaun, also part of our game, the they continued to harass the enemy and provide supplies by sea to Aldmeri Dominion troops attacking in Shadowfen. So they really did have a true belief of they're ruled by no one. So the pirates changed allegiances in the middle of this support campaign for the Aldmeri Dominion and they pledged their allegiance to Captain One-Eye a local pirate boss in Merkmire <laughs> upon that's the death awful. of their own leader. That's pirates dude that's <laughs> what they, that is Jack freaking Sparrow right there oh. so later in their history the Renrishra pirates took a more cultural stance on, on their operations and this was later, this was more third, fourth era and they set their sights on the on reclaiming the areas of Cyrodiil that they felt were rightly that had rightly belonged to the homeland of Elsewhere. Now the sitting main of Elsewhere disagreed with the pirates, obviously. Because he was the one that was making agreements with Cyrodiil in regards to land grant ownership. So the pirates thought the Imperials took our land, and the main's like, No, no, no. I gave this land to them. So anyway. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, no, no. So a lot of people believe that the entire fight for land ownership in Cyrodiil, the uh, Imperial regions, 
was nothing but the pirates simply attempting to further their own illegal exploits because they had a very successful skooma smuggling operation. So to me, that was them opening up waterways so they could do a little bit more uh, smuggling. I like it. So do I. Little fun fact. In the release of Dragonhold, players can earn the title of pirate. Oh, my heart. I know. In addition oh. to many new collectibles, costumes, mementos, and outfit styles. I know that we've talked about that one, but I knew that that one would uh, would would perk you. It makes right, my friends. heart so happy. Let's talk about the Pirate Queen. In the city of Anvil, a Pirate Queen lurks. Provincial Governor Fortunata Ap Dugal is the leader of the Red Sails Pirate Crew. This should sound familiar to you all. The Red Sails Pirate Crew is a lawless faction located throughout the coastline of the Gold Coast. She can be found in the Gerald Estate in the initial quests of the Dark Brotherhood line in ESO. Another one. This guy, we, we're going to take a little jaunt to Skyrim now. Velik Sane. He is known as the Pirate King of the Abation Sea, and he's the captain of a ship known to cause its inhabitants to go mad. I love that so bad. It's awesome. That's so cool. Now, in Skyrim, the Dragonborn, that's you, will encounter Captain Sane trapped on his ship. The ship's name is the Midden Dark. I thought that was freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. He will offer you wealth in exchange for helping to free him from a spell that binds him to Mundus, which makes him dead. That's inconvenient. That's how I took it anyway. <laughs> All right, then there's the Restless League. This is a band of pirates and freedom fighters based near Stros Mackay during the timeline of ESO. ESO, yes, you can play through this. The Restless League was dedicated to ending imperial rule in the region and reinstating the ancient monarchy of the Red Guard people. The band of pirates made appearances in Elder Scrolls Adventures, Red Guard, and is also mentioned in the book, The Pocket Guide to the Empire, First Edition, Hammerfell. And I have a little excerpt from the book. Mm, okay. North of the Blue Divide, the ship of my passage was captured by pirates calling themselves the Restless League. They threw over crates of the cargo hold, crates full of arms meant for the Empire at Stros Mackay, and they robbed everyone aboard. Though their leader, after seeing this, my annotated pamphlet, and guessing my intent, let me keep it, telling me... We must not act and speak as if asleep. Thought that was kind of cool. Oh, uh, it's all cool. It's pirates, Jobs. It is pirates, man. It means so much to me. I just, I don't, uh, everything. Like, there isn't a single, yeah, Grant, even the Pirates of the Caribbean movies got a little iffy after a while, but man, I love it. I love right. pirates. It's so, like, I love the. This brings me back to, not to cross the beams, that's how I want to refer to it anytime we go out of IP. Uh, but, you know, you go to uh, the cantina scene, the Star Wars, and just that vibe of unlawful, unlawful people, you know? And I just yeah. love the, the fight for freedom and all these things, and that, that's the pirate life. And I love yeah. the fact that we're getting ready to experience that. And with Dragonhold, like that just... Gosh, it hits all the feels. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than right said? here on the show. <laughs> I think we're yeah. talking about Moss Eisley, but that's okay. 
Oh. So the next one we have also covered in one of our um, more recent lore lessons. This is the infamous Red Brahmin. And this was earlier than the time of ESO, but some of the things that happened here kind of set the stage for some things that we do go through in ESO. So as if from some of the best legends in the Elder Scrolls, Red Brahmin was an Argonian pirate who operated in the Imperial province of Blackmarsh in the First Era. Now, because of the continuing success of his raids along the coast of Topol Bay, the Imperial Navy was tasked with hunting him down. But the pirate captain was very smart and knew his territory. So Captain Bramman led his ship down a hidden river disguised by thick mangroves near Soul Rest, this down in Merkmire. But the Imperial Navy was right on his scaly tail. Descending onto the land, the Navy pursued and hunted through the thick marsh to the very heart of the Black Marsh in the location which is now known as Black Rose Prison. Captain Red Bramman was caught and cornered and subsequently executed for his crimes against the Empire, his head was delivered to Empress Hestra, who ordered his death. Red Brahmin is mentioned in Elder Scrolls Oblivion, and actually has his own card in Elder Scrolls Legends. And he's also mentioned on the Lore Seekers Lore Lesson. If you go to our website, you can find him there too. (laughs) But he has a really cool little history, so I thought that we absolutely had to mention him. That's so cool. It's yeah. also cool. Like I'm watching chat and people are talking about pirate RP. I'm like, all right, so uh, oh, dude, who wants to start the uh, RP sect of uh, Lore Seekers? Which, by the way, I forgot we got we to talk about that. That may be actually be in the works. But uh, I'm looking for that uh, that pirate RP night. Say Nar. when? Say when? Me mighty. All right. Oh. So here's one that you'll all know. You've got to know this guy, Captain Blackheart. Oh, A very powerful undead pirate. Well, he's not that powerful. A powerful undead pirate can be found in Blackheart Haven Dungeon in the Elder Scrolls Online. Captain Blackheart is the leader of the Blackheart Haven Pirates. In this dungeon, a pirate named Shifty Tom. He's dead, just so you know. He will seek your aid in defeating his former captain and crewmates. In Martha's Journal, found in Blackheart Haven, the following is written about Blackheart and his exploits. Something is amiss on the island. Ever since he came back from looting that Nord ship, the captain has walled off the inner haven to all but his original crew. No one in the outer camp knows what they brought back. The captain's methods have grown brutal since then. I had always heard Captain Blackheart handle his business with more subtlety than his reputation suggested. It's a trade secret that the captain takes goods for his trouble, but rarely harms his victims. All rumors to the contrary were just that. Not so anymore. Somehow, he's tamed a flight of harpies that head out with his ship, the Black Death. Best frickin' name of a ship ever. Oh, so good. The crew has brought prisoners back, and the screams of those captives echo all the way up here from the mouth of the Inner Haven. They are never seen again. <laughs> This is what happens when you take the time to go through the quest and enjoy the story mode for what it is. This kind of amazing shit graces itself right in front of you. 
for the freaking lore, man. I right. So it's, I have it's, two kitten Khajiit in this room, and they are tearing up this freaking room. It's hilarious. I, 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 I was I thought you were looking over to cue something up. No. Oh, okay. okay. So anyway, there it is, my friends. The pirates are definitely a thing in Elder oh. Scrolls and the universe that we love, and we want more of them, Zoss. If you're listening, there would be nothing more exciting than to set sail with a group of your favorite brigand buddies and lay siege to an unsuspecting merchant ship for its booty while drinking rum with the sounds of Ailstorm blasting on the ship's subwoofers. So how about it, Zoss? Some pirate and seafaring content on the wall of crazy poor favor. Um, yes, please. Discussion. It's the uh, end of the lore lesson, but a quick discussion. All right. Can you imagine? Yeah. You can keep the music going. That's fine. I can talk to her. Uh, no, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't, wanna, I don't Can I, you I, imagine? I, I'm yeah. not even going to say underwater content. Yeah. Because that would be different. I would love to swim down for a treasure chest. I would love that. Okay. That's part one. Number two. Actually, number one, the biggest one that I would want is some type of ability to travel via ship. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, I mean, imagine a home. Stop. You know, it would eventually be a home that you could decorate that could be your a traveling ship in oh. the waters in this gorgeous freaking game. Oh, my gosh. It's, it seems to me like it would be doable. Now, massive undertaking, yeah, probably. But could you imagine entire guilds dedicated oh to pirates. Uh, I know. Dude. I'm having a real hard time with this right now. <laughs> Sounds so good. But it's, I mean, it seems like this, like this game is, is hitting its stride. Like there's, it's such an open world. Like we totally can do this. These Khajiit are mad. Yeah, because they want your love, dad. They do. I'm going to bring one up here. There you go. Well, yeah, that would. Oh, gosh. And here's Gypsy. It, it, it's crazy cat. Uh, pretty kid. Yeah, you know, it just sound, it all of it, man. It sounds good. <laughs> it's so good, and that's why I love not to cross beams, but that's why I love Sea of Thieves because it's you know just this open life of just you know you do all the things and and the, that you know bringing that into ESO would just. In some fashion, yeah. some way, just n- I'm not talking the entire Sea of Thieves experience. I'm just saying like some kind of you know part of it would just. Yeah. Oh my! The gosh. ability to get in your ship and <laughs> and go fish. <laughs> Chad, you know? is Jibs okay? <laughs> I am. He's good. He's just uh, he's. That's a lot. To he take gets a little verklempt when it comes to pirates and Star Wars. So I mean, like those are his true. Those are his sure, triggers. You don't see so his creepy. Pirate tats that just go all the way up. But anyway. So creepy, I know that. <laughs> oh, well, my friends, this was the Lore Seekers podcast. We hope you enjoyed the, the time you're here. You know, we, we appreciate you so much for listening. Your support. Seriously. It means the world to Cash and I. And you have no idea. You have no idea. None. How much it means. And uh, so thank you. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to everyone who tunes in every week. And if you are enjoying your experience here at Lore Seekers, we hope whatever app you use, you'll leave us a review. 
Whatever app you're using, just take 30 seconds out of your day, leave us a review, and tell us how we're doing. But for every five-star review that we get live on the show from iTunes, we will show you some love with a shout-out on the show. Now, you can always call us, 765-382-6961. You can email us, loreseekerspodcast at gmail.com. And you can join us at the uh, official Lore Seekers Guild, which is growing. Oh, man, it's growing. Loreseekerspodcast.com forward slash guild. You can uh, join by downloading Discord, join our Discord server, and apply by typing slash apply in the Apply to Guild channel. We're getting ready to reveal the Halloween event. It's going to be awesome. We're going to stream it. It's going to be a good time, so you can look forward to that as well. Uh, You you can find Lore Seeker content all over the place, loreseekerspodcast.com. You can also check out our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash loreseekerspodcast, our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash loreseekers. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for Lore Seeker content, it's about to get even better for you because SideQuest is going to be returning. Our storyline is going to be returning. And we're doing it in different ways than, than uh, a little bit different ways than we've done it before. I want to freshen it up for you. Make it new. So there's that. You can look for that cash. Where can they follow us on Twitter? You can follow Jibs at Jibs IRL and myself at Lore Seeker Cash. Cash is with K. Most importantly, follow the show. On Twitter, we are at LoreSeekersCast, Instagram at LoreSeekers, and on Twitch right here, twitch.tv forward slash LoreSeekersPodcast. There you go. Friends, have a great week in gaming. Stay safe. Be awesome. Share some of the ESO fam love with someone this week. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly.